Hello and welcome to episode 9 of The Long Haul from UShip. Good to be here with you. A couple of quick programming notes before we get into today's episode. Uh, I'm coming to you live from the small workspace I have created in the corner of our bedroom uh, in the apartment I share with my wife and 19-month-old and two dogs. Uh, Our whole company is working from home currently, um, and as I'm sure you're all aware, the the world looks totally different from when the last episode came out. Uh, With that in mind, uh, we are looking to really change the focus of this podcast as we weather this COVID-19 storm. Um, We want to become a resource for information sharing uh, to the best of our abilities, um, looking for any opportunities we can share, any guidance that we can pass along, really anything that can be of value to our carriers that are uh, out there on the road, um, providing a really essential service through some really uncertain times. Um, So with that in mind, uh, today's episode is going to be with our regular recurring guest, Dean Jutilla, our Vice President of Corporate Communications. Uh, We have some plans to bring these episodes to you uh, more frequently, um, probably looking like one or two a week. Um, They're going to be much shorter in duration, but we want to get information out uh, as effectively as we can because we've really seen uh, a desire for it from our carriers. Um, There's a lot to navigate right now. There's a lot of different places information is coming from, so whatever we can do to distill that and bring it to our carriers is something that we think is really vital during this time. So today, Dean and I talked about some opportunities for freight that are on UShip. really just as a means to uh, let carriers know that there are uh, freight options out there um, if you're willing to get creative, um, especially if you know, you're used to doing one commodity, maybe branching out right now, working within some others. Um, we also bring you some information about charitable listings that are on UShip, uh, as well as just some other information on, on what we're seeing on a state-by-state level right now. Um, so we hope you enjoy listening. We hope that you will continue to listen and, and find this valuable. Um, any feedback, please pass it along um, by you know, commenting on our, our YouTube videos. Uh, we will post these to our social media. If you have comments about information you'd like to see, please reply there. Let us know. Um, we really want to gear this to be as informative and helpful to our carriers as possible right now. Um, so with that said, uh, here's my interview with Dean Jutilla, and we look forward to talking to you again soon. All right, I am joined now by Dean Jutilla, our regular recurring guest, our Vice President of Corporate Communications here at UShip. Dean, hello from afar. How are you today? Joe, how are you doing? Hope your uh, time of self-isolation is going well, you and your it's, family. Yeah, it's it's nice to see uh, the family every day, at least. That's been Absolutely. Fun. <laughs> Silver linings and all this. Exactly. So um, like we said in the intro, we're trying to just bring you, uh, the listener, some information um, that we think is relevant or interesting uh, or might be helpful or informative through yeah. uh, this uncertain time. So uh, we had some topics uh, kind of laid out to go. Uh, Dean, what was the first one that you wanted to talk about? Yeah, you know, the one thing I found, I've been reading a little bit in the industry and uh, what they're talking about in the trades, uh, that being the logistics trades. And um the um, hotshot shipments are kind of an interesting topic right now. And with the drop in oil prices and kind of the glut of excess oil and not and no one driving really much anymore <laughs> these days, um, outside, you know, in terms of consumers, uh, that has, that has uh, reduced 
some of those hotshot jobs in the, in the oil fields. And also the freight volumes have kind of come down after that initial bump that you saw when everyone was hoarding toilet paper and, right. and so forth um, and everything they get their hands on, um, that was that's kind of come back. So what I was reading about was that there's um, a lot of transporters uh, and drivers are actually looking for some other opportunities out there. And mm -hmm. so um, U-Ship has always been a pretty good place to uh, for hotshot drivers to find shipments that are that are sitting there. Um, you know, we have, um, uh, you know, and, and really the purpose of talking about this, Joe, is um, as if people need to continue earning revenue and diversifying the load types that they're taking, um, U-Ship is a good place to do it. And if you're on U-Ship and you maybe yeah. were on before and you haven't had a current account, um, this is a good time to re kind of rekindle that and um, use whatever feedback you have to kind of help win new jobs. Um, if you're not on U-Ship and you happen to be hearing this, um, you know, it's, it's a good place to get going and maybe there's some out, things out there and let me tell you a bit more about those. Yeah, absolutely. Um, um, so, you know, we have thousands of, of shipments, probably about 7,000 shipments available really at any given time on U-Ship. We're adding thousands more each day. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, obviously when some get booked and taken off the site, then you have more that are coming on in a given day. And so um, we're talking about, you know, agricultural equipment through Ritchie Brothers Auctioneers, where they're official uh, transport company or tra transporter. Um, yeah, and, and they're they're going to to all virtual auctions too. So they have done the, that. You're right. Yeah. They have done all online buying. Yeah, good um, announcement that they're not slowing down. Yeah, absolutely. And and uh, vehicles from eBay Motors. If you're into car shipping, if you have a trailer, um, that that's one way to get it done. Uh, motorcycles through Rumble On, which is a marketplace for um, all sorts of motorcycles, Harleys and Kawasaki's and you name it, but those mm -hmm. are there. Um, uh, LTL freight um, from thousands of small businesses. So a lot of companies maybe still need to keep shipping things. Not everybody has completely shut the doors. Um, maybe they've shut the doors, but they're still shipping, um, if that makes sense. Right. And then also any furniture shipments from even people like, um, like companies like Cherish and companies like uh, you know Etsy shop owners are shipping things. Um, Again, the volumes may be a bit softer right now, but they're still there. And if you're looking for a chance to make some money um, and make that happen quickly, um, you know, we're looking at, you know, this is a good place to do it. So if you're looking at uh, um, volume of shipments and things on average, about 1,700 household uh, and furniture shipments a day um, that are available, 1,200 cars, 800 heavy pieces, um, pieces of heavy equipment that need to be moved, you know, 600 motorcycles of every every kind and, and even 500 boats if that's if that's what um, does it for you so there's yeah. a whole opportunity there and not to not to we're not trying to over promote you ship right now what we're trying to do is talk about opportunities for carriers and drivers uh, whether you have a small fleet or you have um, a sprinter van or you have uh, an open trailer an enclosed trailer a box truck whatever you're driving there are still opportunities on you ship um, even though volumes have come down a bit um, on our side and elsewhere across yeah. the industry. Yeah, and I think that the, really the, the point of highlighting this is to, you know, highlight the fact that there are loads available and, you know, fully aware that shutting down isn't an option for uh, a lot of small businesses. Um, and, you know, while we can do what we can to highlight the opportunity out there to, to keep revenue coming in, at a time where you know it might be difficult through traditional sources, U-Ship um, is a great place to kind of consolidate all that into into one hub and and 
um, you know, if you're looking to get creative or step outside, you know, the comfort zone a little bit in order to keep that revenue flow uh, coming in through this time, um, there are a lot of opportunities on Uship to to dabble in. Absolutely. The nice part about it is you get paid on delivery like yeah. into your Uship account. Exactly. So you don't have to be waiting 30, 60, 90 days for a payment to come in. Um, it's boom. It's like right there. And then you, yeah. can, you can actually select to have an instant withdrawal, yeah. withdrawal for your debit card. And, um, and there's small fee for that, but then you can do it through ACH in one to three or four days. And that's, there's no charge for that. So if yeah. you're looking for some quick cash, that's a good way to do it. Yeah, that's a great point. The, uh, the other thing you had mentioned were uh, charity shipment opportunities that are popping up. Yeah, we're also seeing that. We, we've seen that for, gosh, you know, UShip has been around 15 years. Mm -hmm. um, even back in 2005 with Hurricane Katrina and then Rita that followed after that. And then there were Texas wildfires in 2011. And we've had stories um, over the years of people who have been a bit, you know, down and out on their luck and, and they needed a household move uh, from one state to the next and they just haven't had the money to do it. And we have such a generous network of transporters who are willing to step up and, and offer shipments at a lower cost, in some cases at no cost. Mm -hmm. um, and we, you know, we waive the fees for all charity shipments, uh, you know, for both for the shipper and for the, and for the driver and mm -hmm. the carrier. So you're not going to see any, any fees there. Um, but, you know, this takes it to COVID-19, coronavirus, the lockdown, all that takes it to a whole different level in terms of charitable need. Um, and especially when you're looking at protective, protective equipment, you know, masks and gowns and ventilators and things like that. I guess that's not personal protective equipment, but the ventilators, of course, is a piece of equipment yeah. that is crucial um, to helping people get well. So there's just, um, it, it's a it's a great marketplace. Um, so keep an eye out for those if you're a transporter. Um, how do we, I guess the question becomes, how do you know if it's charitable or not? And we take care of that on our end internally. Uh, we have a process and we instruct people to get a hold of ship and we will help them get it listed and then mark it as charitable. And so you know that it is legitimately a need and not yeah. someone who just wants to put it in that category because they want a low cost shipment. Yeah, and I think too, just to highlight, if there is anybody listening to this that isn't a carrier and rather is uh, uh, somebody that is in need of charitable shipping, that's something you can definitely reach out to our support team and they'll help you uh, list the shipment and, and you know um, validate that it is charitable um, and, you know, put it on the marketplace and eliminate the fees for you. So you're just paying for, you know, the, the cost to have a carrier haul it. Um, and typically the carriers that are hauling these are um, charitable themselves and, um, you know, willing to, to haul it for less than what they normally would um, in, in an effort to help out. So um, it's a pretty easy process in terms of if you're needing it shipped as well to, to come to us. Yep, it is. And, you know, the, 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 the last two stories we've talked about, Joe, the, the hotshot shipments and then also the charity shipments. What they really underscore here is the, and people listening to this webcast already or this podcast already know uh, this, but it really underscore, underscores the importance of drivers and logistics providers um, across our country and even around the world um, to our day-to-day -day comforts. I mean, if you think about everything that you're, you know, sitting around your house right now and everyone's sitting at home, everything in that place you know, with probably very few exceptions has come, has been touched by a truck, Yeah. you know? Yeah. And it's just one of those things that uh, people I think are starting to get it a little bit, you would hope, and, and are appreciative of 
that, especially when you go to the grocery store and you look down the pasta aisle and it is just completely, you know, wiped clean, um, or the toilet, you know, speaking of uh, wiped clean, uh, if you look down the, the toilet paper aisle, um, all that is gone. Um, and it's like, how do you, um, uh, how can you not appreciate what people do out there on the road every day? Because it's a tough job and, and you know, we need to recognize that and work with everybody. So hats off to, to all the efforts out there and, and thank you very much for, for all you do. Yeah, absolutely. Um, couldn't agree more. Uh, well said. And, and Joe, the other part here is that um, as you think about the importance that transporters, the important role they play, and you think about the ability to get the places that they need to go. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I know you have been following this closely uh, in terms of what's happening on the roads and any restrictions and what have you been seeing out there on that, in that front? So it, it really, uh, the, the main message I would want to get across is that there isn't uh, a single expert on this. Um, the information uh, is pretty hyper-local. Um, you're going to get a different answer state to state. Um, and it sounds like even down to uh, interaction to interaction that you have. Um, we know that Florida is probably the most heavily affected um, state in terms of what they're restricting to come in. So I'll start there. From, from what we're hearing, uh, anyone entering the, the border in Florida, um, all the major highways have a checkpoint uh, coming in. Anyone that is coming from a uh, highly affected area, so the New York, New Jersey, Connecticut area, um, is being um, told that upon entering the state, you know, they can, they can cross the border, but they are being ordered to self-quarantine for 14 days and um, required to give information of where they're going to be staying uh, to the um, officer that they are speaking to. And I believe the intent there is to um, perform random checks to see if they indeed are self-quarantining. Um, and if the person were found not to be, um, I believe they'd have a fine assessed. Um, I think there might be an arrest, but that also doesn't, I've also heard that courts are closed. So I would doubt that they would be arresting people that are supposed to be quarantined um, to move them into a place where they'd be exposed with others. But um, I, nonetheless, it does sound like it would open people up to potentially uh, incurring fines. Um, however, the flip side of that is the information that is being put out, put out uh, by authorities is that they are not looking to, to shut down um, any type of commerce. So um, semi-trucks are actually just being allowed through. Um, they're not even being checked or asked. So, you know, 18-wheelers delivering things or they're not even part of the checkpoint. It's um, any other vehicles are being diverted off to the side and, and questioned. Um, and again, we've heard that um, if somebody is entering Florida for the purpose of commerce to make deliveries, um, they are being allowed through. However, I have heard of, of carriers being told that, um, you know, even after producing documentation for the, the shipments that are on their truck um, or their, uh, their van, they're still coming from New York and are being told that um, they would need to quarantine. Um, so my advice, is going to be this is going to be blanket for everybody and it's going to really have to be that um, you're going to want to contact local authorities however you can before you get there and make sure that you know you're equipped with whatever you need to prove that you're a commercial vehicle um, to to be allowed through um, the other major area we are seeing it is um, anybody that is coming from Louisiana into Texas so that would really be affecting mm -hmm. you know that I-10 corridor which is a huge thoroughfare um, 
anyone from Louisiana is is from what we're hearing is not being allowed to enter Texas. Now I'm going to make the assumption that they are still making exceptions for commerce, but um, those aren't as clearly reported as the ones in Florida. Um, so I have heard of carriers, you know, diverting their route to um, avoid traveling through Louisiana so that they they can enter the state of Texas for gotcha. uh, okay. their deliveries. Um, but again, it's it's just one of those situations where, um, you know, the information on the ground is um, is sounds like it's different for every person. So um, getting in contact with local authorities is going to be your best bet. Um, what's what's advice for if you're if you are um, stopped coming into a state or in a, within a state? You show a, a, your bill of lading or what? what's the recommended thing to show? So right now it does seem like showing uh, documentation, showing bill of lading um, is gonna be your best bet. Um, and you know that, that proves that this is a, a shipment. Um, you've got documentation for it. Um, you know, that, is that a guarantee? No, I'd still recommend you talk to the authorities before you get there, but um, the bill of lading is gonna be proof that you are for hire. Um, this isn't just somebody, you know, moving their house down and, and telling you it's commerce. It's really somebody that is actually hired to do a job. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, we'll keep track of this because this, this is a this is a ever changing sort of situation, especially as um, some states might be, you know, hopefully kind of peaking and you know hitting an apex and starting to come down mm -hmm. the other side, um, mm -hmm. and other states are just going up that mountain. Um, so who knows where that's going to land? So um, you know yeah. and how long this is all going to be on on lockdown. Hopefully, it's not terribly long. Um, so it yeah. really is affecting everybody. Yeah, we're we're hope obviously all hopeful to you know return to normal as soon as possible. Uh, but until that time, I just recommend flexibility. The final thing I would just point out is um, you know as you're entering states, as you're traveling across the country, familiarizing yourselves with what. Uh, stay-at-home orders are happening on a state-by-state, city-by-city level. Um, they don't appear to be uh, interfering with anybody's, you know, free flow of travel at this point. However, mm -hmm. it is going to affect businesses being open or closed um, if, you know, something is considered essential or versus non-essential. Um, and um, it will also affect um, how people want things delivered. Um, so, you know, be flexible to that. And, and of course, U-Shift doesn't want you to be put into a situation where you feel uncomfortable and, and you know, we have your back as far as that goes. So, you know, making threshold deliveries as opposed to inside a house is, is always acceptable, um, you know, given the circumstances, but really paying attention to what's going on uh, in the areas you're going to be going to so that you're not caught in a situation where um, you thought you were dealing with regular business hours and, you know, that business isn't open and, and different arrangements had to be made. Yep, exactly. And, um, you know, as you mentioned, service, you know, service types, especially for in-home delivery on U-Ship, you know, those have shifted from, um, you know, in room of choice to now threshold delivery. And that's a, a policy change we made a few weeks ago. So it's important to, to keep that in mind um, as, as you go forward. Absolutely. Yeah, so that's the situation on the ground that, that we know about. Um, obviously, um, like I mentioned up top, uh, the plan here is to, to make these episodes a little shorter and, and, and more frequent. So um, mm -hmm. we'll be checking back in. Um, shortly um, as new information comes out or as we have new um, opportunities to highlight um, or, or really anything you know that we find is relevant to share, we're gonna be kind of figuring it out as we go along, but um, we wanna make this a useful source of information for you, um, you know, particularly uh, through this time period. So um, we really appreciate everybody listening. Dean, I appreciate your time coming on here um, Thanks, and uh, looking forward to uh, chatting with you again soon.
Thank you very much. It's good to be here. Take care.